My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. It's Britt here today. Super excited, you guys. We have another incredible guest coming on my show as usual. The guest I'm bringing on, Rachel Collard. She is an author, business owner, marketing coach who has been marketing businesses of all shapes and sizes for over 15 years. So she's got a lot under her belt. So she helps entrepreneurs take control of their marketing and build the business and lifestyle lifestyle that they desire. So you guys, I'm sorry I kept it really short, but I think it's best if Rachel, you know, takes us back and tells us a bit about her journey and how she got to where she is today. Rachel, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for taking the time of your day to be on here. It's great to be here, Britt. Thanks very much. Absolutely. So Rachel, let's go ahead and start back. You know, let's talk a bit about the journey. What led you to where you are today? Um, I think it's a factor of things. So I've had um, a very long career on both sides of marketing. So I've always had a consultancy on the side, um, but I've also worked in corporate. I've worked in agency and I've seen I suppose everything that can happen in businesses of all shapes and sizes from a marketing perspective. So with the COVID shutdowns that we had here in Australia, so um, we were pretty much working from home for about 18 months um, with different levels of restrictions and that sort of thing. And at that time, a lot of people went through a review process of what was actually important to them and what they wanted out of life. So that whole work from home dynamic really shifted a lot of people's thinking, particularly with women. And um, I thought, well, I was working in historically fairly um, masculine environments and I really enjoyed um, working from home, working with my team probably more closely um, from home. And a lot of people were approaching me on the consultancy side saying, can you help me set up uh, my business, um, but in a way that's going to give me this flexibility to work from home, give me the income I want, but so that I'm not actually um, as stressed as I was when I was going back to the office sort of thing. So I took about a year um, to write my book, which is called Marketing Launchpad. And that's all about setting the foundation for a business that gives you the lifestyle and the income that you want. Incredible. And that book, you tell it, let's, let's talk about the book. Like sure. what made you decide, okay, yeah, I'm going to write a book and, you know, deliver this message to people that need it. And I mean, I know you went through such a harsh time, especially towards the end, right before the book launch or during it, I'm, I should say. During it. Let's, yep. <laughs> let's talk about that. I mean, as an entrepreneur, we know that it is just a roller coaster and like life hits you. And I can imagine that happened, especially during that book launch. So let's yeah. talk about that. Sure. So, I mean, the reason I wrote it in the first place was this, obviously books can get to people like podcasts can get to people further afield than I can get to one-on-one. So my idea was come up with a foundation that is easily applicable, even if I don't meet you individually. Um, So I worked on the processes that are in the book with a lot of clients one-on-one and just worked out exactly what they needed to actually help them build that launch pad. 
Um, but I will be honest, it's not the book I started out writing. So I thought I'd just throw together a marketing book about this is how you build a website. This is how you use socials, all of the tools. But what I found with most of my clients is they were missing a lot of the clarity around what they wanted to achieve out of their business. They were missing um, the core messages of what they were talking about. They didn't know how to talk about their business or structure their products in a way that gave them a lifestyle as well as an income. Um, and they had never really looked at crunching the numbers and seeing if it actually worked for them. So if they wanted to work during school hours, four days a week, for instance, but they still wanted to make their six figures, then they couldn't really be doing that all one-on-one. So they needed to look at ways to scale. And a lot of people who come out of a professional environment are just used to hourly charging. So it's helping them build up a structure that's going to give them what they need. And when you're talking about the drama, I could write a new book about how not to launch a book. Um, Because (laughs) even though I'm a marketer, I managed to get COVID literally three days before my book launch event, um, which I had media and politicians coming to, and I couldn't get out of bed. So there was a lot of last minute scrambling, but also absolutely no energy. And of course, to leverage a book, it's got to be new. And now that I've got my health back and my energy back. It's three weeks later and it's a different conversation now because it's no longer new and shiny. It's three weeks old. So right. uh, I think, and for any entrepreneur, you know what it's like, particularly if you're doing a lot of it on your own, um, no matter how good your systems are, there are some things that you do actually need to show up for. So media interviews and events, you've got to actually be there. And I couldn't. So last minute cancellation, had a very quick reschedule to try and, um, you know, bring it back as quickly as I could the following week. Um, Still not quite 100% at that point. But then, of course, last minute change of dates, numbers dropped considerably. And I was heartbroken. So all the activity that I'd been planning for months that was all about to culminate and I couldn't move. So, yeah. Yeah. It was a bit of a heartbreak. There were tears. So a hundred percent. Rachel, thank you for being so vulnerable. You know, oftentimes we just see the success stories and what I like to share on my show is the real raw stuff, you know, as an entrepreneur, like we were just talking about the roller coaster. So Mm. I, I appreciate you sharing that with us. Now, what was the best coping mechanism that you used as an entrepreneur to, you know, bounce back for say after such a, uh, a curveball, I, I guess I could say, <laughs> was thrown at you. Look, I think, and by the way, still bouncing. So, um, yeah, look, I'm fortunate. I've got a very supportive partner, even though he's the one that gave me COVID. Um, because Damn partner. Conference <laughs> and I just, well, yeah, there was there were days it was lucky he wasn't in the house. Um, <laughs> but I think if you're working on your own and you're at home, it's actually really important to have support networks. So mm-hmm. I am a member of a few um, women's like mentoring networks or um, membership groups where, you know, for entrepreneurs where we all support each other. And, um, and I also had a book coach who was just more devastated for me than I was, I think. Um, and she's like, why didn't you tell me? And I'm like, I was lying here dying. I didn't even think to tell you. I'm so sorry. Um, but Yeah, I think that gets you through. So I put a call out and said, look, guys, I've completely, you know, missed the launch. Anything you can do to share would be great. But I just think um, supportive family, supportive 
friends and colleagues, um, yeah, it's it helps you get through because you don't, like if you go into an office, you've got people that you could talk to and maybe vent to if you know somebody well enough. Um, and I think you do need to be really super conscious of it. There was a lot of um, make sure you rest comments because obviously you just want to get up and keep pushing, but ultimately it's self-defeating because it won't help you get better. So I had to like consciously say, okay, I'm taking this week and I'm just lying here. Um, and I'm not really good at that, by the way. Uh, so, but having <laughs> other people say, make sure you take care of yourself, you know, shifted a bit of that onus. So, um, yeah. And I think, look, at the end of the day, you get up and you do it again, right? So what I was pitching with the launch, now we're repitching you know, bundled a little bit differently, not quite what I was expecting. I didn't get to leverage everything that um, my investments were going to be about in the first place, but you just adapt. So, and you've got to keep going. And I think I've got a notebook that says, nevertheless, she persisted. And I look at that daily at the moment going, yes, yes, that's what I must do. So. Thanks for sharing, Rachel. So Rachel, as a marketing mentor and business owner yourself, marketing coach, Mm -hmm. you name it, why is it vital as a business owner that every marketing activity you do actually delivers a return on investment? Yeah, look, there's over, just even on tech, the technology side alone, there's over 10,000 choices for marketing technology out there. And if, and nobody can make that many choices, right? That's just too much. So my theory is focus on the things that are really important. And those are things like having a really good website, driving people to it, getting the word out there, but being really clear about your messaging, making sure you've got clarity on what you want to achieve so that that way you can focus on what's important to achieving it. So for me, it's things like understanding what you want your business to look like. It's important to have your product structured in a way that'll give you the income you need. And then every activity that you do must deliver you either a step closer to your end goal, or it's got to deliver you a short-term return that's useful to getting you to that end goal. And it's the same as any activity in business from, in my opinion, if you're doing something because you like it, but it's not delivering you any goods, like maybe you went viral on TikTok, but did it get you any business? Then maybe you shouldn't be wasting your time on that. You should be focusing on something else. So I think measuring everything, testing small, um, and then ev- revising it if you need to, and then scaling up, those are the key things. And you need the numbers. You need to know what the ROI is on every single activity that you do so that you don't waste time and energy on things that you don't need. And it takes the stress out of it. So everyone comes to me and says, my marketing's not working. I don't know what to do next, or I don't know where to start. And when you really do nut it down, you've got some key areas that you've got to tick off before you go um, out to market. So that's what Launchpad's all about. Um, and then, then when you're out in market, you need to know what you're talking about, who you're talking to, what you're offering them, what your promise is. And if you're not really crystal clear on that, they get confused, you get stressed and it doesn't work. So, and it's business. So you've got to be making a good ROI on everything. hundred percent. And you're so right. You know, oftentimes we get so distracted. I, I, I don't know the right term for it, but something like shiny, uh, a, a shiny odd object syndrome or whatever it might be. Absolutely. Like, yep. You know, and we try every, yes. And you know, there's, I mean, we work with people who they're, they come to us and they're like, we've tried everything, nothing's working, but you take a look at what they're, they're trying. And a lot of them are trying 
everything, but you don't get mm. to put a hundred percent in any of it. Right. So it, do, it just doesn't work. So exactly. I, like you said, I keep track of the numbers and you know, what's actually making you an ROI and stop focusing on every other thing. Just focus Definitely. on the ones that are working. So yeah, I work now, with my clients on a 12 week marketing plan. And the reason we yeah. do that is that it's accessible. It's not overwhelming. It's a lot easier to do three months than it is to do 12. And okay, it just yeah. keeps you on focus. So we give them a task every week, like a core task or one or two core tasks. Um, that because, you know, marketing's part of what you do. It's not everything that you do, unless you're me. Um, but it's, <laughs> and that's because I'm doing it for other people. But um, And that way you stay focused. And if you can do that, then it actually does take out all of the clutter and it does it does make it easier to avoid the shiny objects. So everyone that comes to you and says, oh, I can get you this many leads or I can, you know, if you've got to be on this app and you've got to do that. But if you can see that if you don't have your core fundamentals in place, it doesn't matter what you're on. Um, like if you don't have a website that converts, then there's no point advertising it. Um, if you exactly. don't have a clear content plan, there's no point going out to market with crap. So it's it's all about just prioritization and just giving yourself permission to actually say, I've got to get this done before I even look at all of that other shiny stuff out there. I agree with you. Now let's talk about your business. You touched on it a bit and how you work with your clients. Now mm-hmm. talk about, or if you don't mind diving into, you know, more of your services and how you deliver them. So I've got a mix of things. So I've got a range of courses. Um, I've got some one-on-one coaching. I've got group coaching. Um, I've got, you know, free courses and I do a lot of masterclasses um, that are for free and that kind of thing. So, and a lot of it's live, some of it's recorded, um, but I'm in that transition phase at the moment. So the idea around the book was to structure a whole new business around that. And that would be the entry point. Then there'd be free worksheets that go with it. Um, And then membership groups um, in terms of getting group coaching and then there's one-on-one offers as well. So if people are in a bit of a rush um, or they just want that one-on-one reassurance, then we can do that in blocks of time for them as well. Um, and then there's obviously going to be in-person workshops and that sort of thing further down the road, but I've got to get out of this launch phase and get into that um, right now. And then on the SMB marketing solutions side of things, so that's the marketing launchpad side. On the SMB marketing solutions side, um, we do things like marketing accountability buddies. So we just check in once a week, once a fortnight, once a month, whatever somebody wants. And that can be one-on-one or that can be in group. Um, and also there, there's a lot of the tools. So if you need help setting up a website, be it in Kajabi or WordPress or whatever, um, if you need consulting services for a larger business, that's also a possibility. So there's a whole gamut there. Um, and I obviously outsource things like, you know, SEO and all of that kind of thing, but it's in one place. So we can work on what your priorities are. We can develop your marketing plan and then we can make sure that it's resourced in a way that makes sense for you and your business. Incredible. Thank you for sharing, Rachel. All right. Now back to like working with your clients and whatnot, you know, Mm -hmm. building your business for your clients to get the lifestyle and income that they want coming from their business. You know, how how do you go about finding the right sound marketing strategies and business fundamentals in order for them to have that lifestyle and income desire that they want? In the first place, I suppose I look at 
basically what makes that person unique um, or that business unique. Look at what their strengths are, what they want to do and how they want to actually live the life that they're building this business for. And is it a five-year plan, a 10-year plan, um, a 12-month plan, whatever. Um, But ultimately it comes down to what, where do you want to be working? Who do you want to be working with? What hours do you want to be working? What income do you want to achieve? And then we look at your skill set, have a, you know, we talk about the ideas that you have for how that's going to work or how you think it's going to work, but then we also build some systems around it. So that's where things like marketing automation, um, you know, courses that you can automate rather than having to deliver the same information to a person one-on-one. Can we break things up? Um, So it depends on the business. So obviously around a book, there's often courses and group coaching programs. If you're something like an accountant, then maybe it's a case of do you partner up with other people to do um, complimentary uh, services so that you can um, ha- be a full service uh, solution provider, but you may not have to deliver everything on your own. Do you need a team? Do you need, um, you know, does it need to be a in-person team? Can it be a remote team? These are all the things that you think about at the beginning so that when you structure your business, you start as you mean to go on. So if you know that you're going to ultimately have to have 20 accountants on your books, then what are your workflows? What are your processes to make sure everybody stays on track? Um, you know, what uh, solutions are you providing? What problems are you solving for your clients? And if you know all of that, then you can actually structure a really clear um, product offering. So a low risk product offering that may be free and then a slightly higher risk, but sort of entry level and then a more premium offering and then an ultra premium offering and make sure that you've got a clear pathway for people to follow with you. Um, But that's going to bring them through to your core product offering as easily as possible automate as much as you can without losing that personal touch and if that's important to your brand Uh, but just make sure that there's a system and a process and a reason for everything that you're doing and a lot of that comes down to plugging some numbers into a spreadsheet so I've got a template that I use with all of my clients um, and that anyone who reads the book gets access to as well and it's basically called success by the numbers and you can just sit there and say okay if I have five clients on this package five clients on this package, five clients on this package, will that give me the income I want with the overheads that I'm going to need to bring in to achieve that work? Have I got enough hours in the week to do it? Um, And then you know what you can focus on and what you can adjust and you know what you need to bring leads in for. So, um, and I mean, it's really strange, but about half of my clients come to me, they don't have a website. Um, and about half of them are now coming to me since COVID where they actually, they know they want to be in business for themselves because they want more control. They want more flexibility, but they don't know what it actually looks like all packaged up. And that's where I get to have my fun and help them build that product offering that gives them that lifestyle um, and then build out the tools that help them get there. So that's where the joy is, I guess, for me. Cause that I'm is a exciting. marketing nerd. I love it, Rachel. So Rachel, what would you say is your biggest um, client acquisition tool that you use? Uh, Sorry, client acquisition? Yeah. What is your best process that you have found so far that has worked for you? So in terms of building out subscriber lists and things like that, because obviously you can control that as you can't with social media. um, A lot of that for me is um, content marketing, authority building, um, networking and um, doing things like the free masterclasses, leveraging my networks. 
Um, and ultimately, you know, I will introduce a podcast because that's another group of people that I can't currently get to, um, the books part of it as well. So obviously a book has a much wider reach than my advertising budget can, um, and my networking can, because there's only so many hours in the day. Um, but so things like, it's all about being systematic and process driven, right? So if you use social media and you're out there talking about topics, but you're making sure that you're bringing them back to your blog and your website. So they've got the opportunity to sign up. Then they go into marketing automation process. That will help give them more information, solve some of their immediate problems, give them some offers and just work their way through the system. Then that's the kind of ideal person for a solopreneur, for instance, or, you know, if you've only got a VA. Um, So I do a bit of everything. I do do advertising to a certain extent, not very much on social for me, uh, but the book's changing. Neither do we. Dynamic. Yeah, it's an interesting one. So I actually find Google ads are useful for me for people who are looking for marketing plans, for instance. Um, okay, Google. Social's quite good for um, products. So the book's actually doing okay there, but I'm probably focusing more on the book platforms. Um, and I am deliberately going out and doing a lot of um, podcasts, PR, all of that kind of thing, just to help with that authority. Um, and I'm basically jumping on any speaking opportunities that come up. So, um, or I'm going and finding them because that's what a good marketer does. Um, but ultimately it is, it is strongly, it's about leveraging all of your networks. Um, and usually the numbers come back that you don't need to worry about doing mass advertising, because if I can only handle so many, or, you know, so many uh, one-on-one clients um, or I only need this many new people to come into my group program and I'm still hitting my numbers, then why am I going out to a wider audience? Why don't I just leverage what I can access directly? So, um, and LinkedIn's 100%. really handy for me. And LinkedIn. Yes. Yes. Mm. That is another good spot. Rachel, I love it. This is incredible. And like you said, with the podcast, once you start it, it is just opens doors and opportunities now globally, which you already probably obviously have, you're doing amazing things within your business, but you know, it just is almost like a snowball effect. (laughs) So it's super exciting that you will be, you know, starting one in the near future here, because I think that'll just blow everything up all on top of how much it's already blowing up on its own. Fingers crossed. (laughs) It'll be great. Well, Rachel, thank you so much for coming on today and, you know, with vulnerability and talking about the challenges as well as well as the uh, wins within your business, um, because that's such an important part. And that's what I'm looking for on my show. Now, if anyone's interested in connecting with you and your services, what would be the best way to go ahead and reach out? Um, the easiest thing would be the website. So we've got marketinglaunchpad.com.au or there's smbmarketing.com.au. Um, otherwise, you can find me on LinkedIn and I'm happy to have a chat there. So Incredible. Well, thank you so much. And group, if you're listening and enjoyed, please like and subscribe. If you're a six-figure, seven-figure, eight-figure entrepreneur and want to come on the show just like Rachel Collar did, the founder of SMB Marketing Solutions, please go to top100interview.com. I'd love to have you on as well. Thanks so much, you guys. Thanks, Rachel. Catch you on the next episode. Bye, guys. Hey, everyone. I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. 
One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high-ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.